I was five years old the first time I ever had fruit snacks. Scooby snacks, right? Probably eight, eight, ten snacks in a pouch, maybe ten pouches in a box, $3.99. One of those slim boxes as well. A nice little graphic in the front. Those were good. Those were really good. And I'm, I'm not going to lie, to this day, I actually still eat fruit snacks. I uh, got a lot at work. And you know that nice little bump around 2 p.m., a little sugar, keep me going. Fruit snacks are great. I don't know if you ever outgrow fruit snacks. Well, well, hold on. Let's, let's ask this question. Fruit snacks. So let's say you got about 90 fruit snacks in one box, right? That's not a lot. But they're so good. Are they, though? Or are they good because we have them in such small quantities? The fruit snack theory, a.k.a. supply and demand. Everyone, this is economics 101. And fruit snacks nail supply and demand. I'm going to be honest. If we had a bowl of fruit snacks, if there were a thousand fruit snacks in a bowl or a jar, and we could grab them by the fistful, they lose their value dramatically fast. It's, it's the fact that you only get eight per rip. And every time you take your little index finger and thumb and you bring them together and you rip down that label and you see Scooby-Doo get split in half and you pull out one of those turquoise fruit snacks and you know there's only two of them in there. Once you eat those two, you know you're going to want more. It's the fruit snack theory, supply and demand. It's the fruit snack theory. Where do we see this? Everywhere. Let's talk caviar real quick. So what you're telling me is people actually like caviar. No, no, no. Hold on. So... So people like caviar. Forget class. Let's just say basically taste. People enjoy it. So if I were to get a tub and instead of getting caviar in a small little, you know, pink uh, tin can, we peel back and we put a little bit on a piece of bread or something, we're going to put it in a large jar and we're going to sell it at Rite Aid. We're going to make caviar the, the tub of hair gel that it really should be. You're telling me people will spoon that into their mouths. I don't think so. I, I think caviar is a part of the fruit snack theory. It really is. And, and hold on real quick. I, I, I love the concept of waking up on Christmas morning and get a little caviar and a potato chip. I like that. A little dollop of sour cream, dribble something. I, that's something I can buy and do. And it's the luxury, 100%. I don't even think I like caviar. But I love the concept of reaching into my stocking and pulling out $250 worth of fish eggs. That sounds nice to me. And then I'll pull some peanut M&M's. The fruit snack theory. I'm I'm on an airplane, Southwest. You know my deal. Back of the plane, talking to the flight attendants. I get one bag of pretzels. There might be 15 in there. Uh, Tell me a story about an individual who only ate 15 mini pretzels. And I'll tell you that story's fiction. Because everyone, I'll have one bag of pretzels. And I like pretzels. I'll put them in my mouth. The salt gets me salivating. I break down the pretzels slowly. I can enjoy that. But if I'm at the back of the plane in the aisle, what stopped me from rotating back and getting three more of those bags? I don't care how long the flight is. I don't care if I'm hungry. It it gives me something to do. It's the fruit snack theory. Because I'll tell you this, if they gave me a jar of pretzels, I might have a couple handfuls. And then I would get sick of them real fast. The fruit snack theory is kind of like playing the game, playing hard to get. but But at a very, very elite level. It's economics 101. Right. However, look, I don't know if this applies in every situation. You need balance. Costco, for example. I don't think they play by this model. They do it real well, and I'm not one to fight Costco. They, they do things well over there. I'm not going to question them. Sometimes the demand's going to be low, but you got to show high supply. I feel like every single parent 
they might feel this. This is something they might come across in their parenting journey, showing a lot of love. Sometimes the kid doesn't want it. Or we can just all employ this. I don't know. That's a thought. Just showing more love. Is that the message for this podcast? It might be. It might be. But at the same time, everyone, here's my thing. Economics. I think I get it. I, I think I understand. I'm not sure. But the fruit snack theory, I 100% get that. Mainly because I've literally been buying into it since I was five years old. Probably not going to stop now.